All of history has been leading to this moment. Ever since life crawled out of the primordial soup, it has been on a crash course to this very podcast. The Rain City Jerks has been foretold in the annals of history and is now coming live to your ears. The Rain City Jerks Podcast. Manifest it. <laughs> one day it's gonna happen. One day. Yeah, you guys are just. No one's gonna be able to see it. Oh. You can only do a backflip when people aren't watching. Yeah. Taylor Clark can do backflips. Still standing really? backflips. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I mean, now he's broken bones and like he's kind of banged up at the moment. I think, but uh, he's yeah, he's capable of just doing a standing backflip. Oh fuck yeah! And hi, welcome to Rain City Jerks. Hi. You're here again. We're here again this week. Uh, we have the uh, Seattle Rocket, uh, <laughs> Zanae Aquino. Am I saying your last name right? Yeah, you're saying it okay, right. Okay, cool. She can maybe do a backflip? I can maybe do a backflip. I'm trying to. I want to be known to be able to do a backflip once that day comes. Have you ever done a backflip? No. Okay. Ever. Have you ever tried to do a backflip? Yes. It's like a somersault and like... I understand this. Like I've had long-term fantasies about being able to do backflips. Good. So we're on the same page. Yeah, here. for sure. No. <laughs> like if I could do back handsprings, I don't know if I would ever walk again. Ooh, that's exactly. Like you don't need your. I mean, your legs have a single purpose at that point. Yeah, to propel you backwards. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I did a backflip in a dream one time. Oh shit. Yeah, and then I tried to do it in real life. Didn't oh. work. Oh, do you know those bars that they had like in elementary school? Where monkey you could bars? Do, yeah. Not, no, not the monkey bars. The bar. parallel bars. The ones, yeah, where you could like flip on it. Maybe. Yeah. I like remember I used to do that all the time and I feel like that's why my head was like that. But then I stopped being able to do it because I hit my head because I got too tall. Oh. Yeah. A fun little concussion. I've been dropped on my head like a, way too many times. How many concussions do you think you've had? Oh, that's the thing. I feel like no one wants to say how many I've had. Really? Yeah. yeah. No one wants to tell me. They're like, Zanae, you're just dropped on your head a lot. I fell one time in a cart at Costco. You were in the cart. I was in the cart. I stood up and I just ate shit. Wow. Were you trying to like do a little dance or? I think I was trying to do a backflip. Reach some samples. (laughs) You may have done the backflip. Oh, you know. But not really because I feel like if I landed on my head, that's not a successful one. Maybe you did like a a one and a half. Yeah, one and a half. One and a half, yeah. Yeah, For sure. Okay. Is that what we're talking about, backflips? We can talk talk about backflips. Before that, we were talking about this book I just started Mm -hmm. reading called uh 10 days in a madhouse uh i think it was i don't know the exact date that was written but like late 1800s early 1900s um this woman she is a newspaper writer and she gets the idea to go stay on blackwell island Mm. and what a sinister name for an insane asylum exactly but blackwell island uh is an insane asylum and so she's like trying to get committed and her plan is she leaves her home. She's wearing normal clothes. All of her underwear or garments or whatever have her initials in them. Oh. So she just like her name. I, f- I forget her name, but she it's her real last name. Oh, it was like Charlotte Bly, I think maybe. Is maybe? Nelly a sign Bly. Of insan- Ellie Bly. Ellie Bly. Nelly. Is that a sign of insanity to just label your underwear? No, yes. not back, not back then. <laughs> and so she's because you only had like one pair back oh. then. But yeah. now, so she's got like N B. Or yeah, ne- yeah, in B on her underwear. So she just changes her last name to Brown. 
so that they will be like she matches her underwear. That's cool. <clears throat> so <laughs> her plan is she takes seventy cents and goes down and stays in this boarding this uh, working women's boarding house. Power to the people, and uh, people are kind of mean to her and stuff. Uh, they're just like curt with her. It's just very busy, and she's like used to people being nicer to her. And uh, so she's she a go- classy lady. Yeah. So yeah. she goes in. She gets a room. She gets she gets uh, thirty cents a night, and then she pays yeah. thirty cents to eat. She gets boiled beef, potatoes, coffee, and bread. Sounds like my life. Yeah, goals. I would. I would eat that every day yeah. Yeah. for thirty cents. That's for thirty cents. She also towards. had the option of mut- boiled mutton, boiled beans, or tea. It's the height of luxury. Oh, and man. so uh, I go for the mutton. I want to live like an eighteen eighties peasant. Oh, so yeah. she eats that, and then everybody's hanging out in this dimly lit parlor and everything, and she said everybody's like looks ghastly in the light and stuff, <laughs> and she starts talking to just like trying to like she just like walks up to some people like, "Hey, I'm lonely. Can I hang out with you?" And they're like, "Yeah, I guess, sure." And then she's like, I think there's crazy people here. like I don't feel safe here. I think it was going to um, stab me and um, then she's just like laying the groundwork for being crazy. She's just like saying this shit to people and just like writing nonsense things in a diary. So when the cops find her later, they can be like, look, she wrote nonsense things. Mm. And, uh, sounds like last Saturday for me. (laughs) And so everybody's hanging out and then it comes time for bedtime and they have to go to bed, but nobody wants to like, stay with her now because people are like a little worried about her yeah and except for this one nice lady ruth carey i think her name is and uh they go to bed and this lady nelly doesn't undress doesn't she's just like sitting on her bed she stays up all night just sitting on her bed just staring just staring into space while this other woman sleeps and then she like tries to like she eventually goes to sleep i think and then sometime in the night uh there's like a blood curdling scream from another room mm. and this woman had a nightmare about nelly mm. she had a nightmare that nelly was stabbing her with a knife old nightmare nelly yeah <laughs> and then so they get up and everybody's like all weird and stuff and she's just like I don't want to work. I don't know how to work. I don't know what I'm doing. Blah blah blah. And that's like, me too. Uh, yeah, that just sounds like a normal woman. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, very and and so the lady gets her a coffee and a bun, and uh, they're talking a little bit, and that's kind of like where I left it. Mm. But basically, this whole premise is that she's just going to act crazy, and then and like just people are just so quick to throw you in an insane asylum mm. back then, I guess, and. Uh, really shows you where the medical field is today. We don't have insane asylums that mm-hmm. people get thrown in very much. Yeah, we just have, <clears throat> like, you know, prisons. Yeah. <laughs> well, we, we had, we had uh, the state asylums until, like, the 80s. Yeah, until Reagan. Reagan got rid of them, and now we just put homeless people, on, homeless crazy people on the streets. Right. We just mm-hmm. give them a tent. Right. Say, have uh, at it. So that's where I'm at in the book. I haven't made it very far. I just started reading it today. But it, it's just... I don't know. It's just like cartoonish to me the way it's written. To, mm-hmm. Like honestly, it's just like uh, I can't wait till she actually gets to the insane asylum because she's only there for ten days. But oh. that, that seems like a long enough time. But she has to like she's she internally she's fighting the same. She's like I don't know if I can even be that crazy. I like <laughs> you have to get approved by two doctors to get into this place. And she's like I don't know if I like they're used to seeing real crazy people. What would you do and she to uses prove the that you're wor- crazy? She uses the word crazy. All the time, like they, oh. that, like 
she's like every 15th word she says crazy that's crazy dude yeah <laughs> okay what would you do to pretend that you're crazy or to convince someone that you're crazy what am i trying to get into or out of into an insane asylum i'm trying to get into an insane yeah. asylum just want to get into it uh how long do, do i, I want to just like i'm giving up on life i just want to live there forever yeah they have free board you know food yeah free drugs <laughs> yeah free drugs Game night, crafts. <laughs> Bingo. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hmm. I might, if I, if I really wanted to commit and just like do it, uh, maybe I would, you know, I would get on stage and be like, I think I'm losing my mind. <laughs> I feel like I'm losing my mind. I don't know what I'm going to, then maybe just like cut off my nose, my ear. I wouldn't cut off my nose. A Van Gogh just, Like a Van Gogh move yeah. and throw it at somebody uh, and be like, I want to be in, uh, in an insane asylum. People would just right. think it was a bit. They yeah, might. You're right. Yeah. They might. I would try. You can only do it twice. Yeah. <laughs> then I have to cut off somebody else's ear. Exactly. I think for me, are being evaluated by a doctor. So I would go into that context. And I think I would try to suck the doctor's toes. Mm. Mm-hmm. Just an insane, insane like violation of someone's boundary. How would you go about that? How would you go about getting a shoe off? Oh, I'd ask very nice. See, that's where it starts, you know. That's where he starts suspecting. You think, you, could, you think that you could convince a doctor to get his shoe off? I'm very charming. You you <laughs> are, but I feel like it would be very, like, I would be super impressed if you were able to charm a doctor's shoe off while he's on the clock. You know, while he's know. trying to evaluate. Because that, that kind of sounds like, like try-hard crazy. Try-hard crazy? Try-hard crazy. Like, you're not crazy. You're just trying to get free room and board. Yeah. <laughs> Because that—that's—that's <laughs> that's what everybody's afraid of. That's if, part if of the evaluation the- course: True. is they teach you how to suss out the fake crazies, mm. right? Because th- that's why we shut down the insane asylums because they were just tired of all the freeloaders in life, yeah, okay. just hanging out and getting free drugs and beans and boiled mutton. Okay, what if what if I did like a bag handspring onto the doctor so that I'm upside down and my legs are wrapped around the neck, and he'd be so in shock that I'd be able to take the shoe off and go for the toes. So you six you non consensually sixty nine the doctor reverse sixty reverse, yeah, reverse sta- standing sixty nine yeah no I would aim to have like my ankles behind the neck right oh okay yeah so it'd be a hanging kind of thing well then you so probably just go like to a, jail <laughs> I mean they have free room and board there too true <laughs> I'm terrified of going to jail because I'm really sure that they don't have gluten free options in there oh. and it would be ter- I would just feel awful. Oh, yeah, that would be the main form of suffering. I I said that at a show one time, though, and someone said, not true. They have (laughs) boiled cabbage and hard-boiled eggs for you if you're gluten-free. And I'm like, well, that's kind of what I eat already. Exactly. There you go. My farts would be so bad. Yeah, man, I bet that whole jail smells like farts. (laughs) Oh, God. Regular jail and fart jail are the same place. (laughs) This is true. Have you ever been arrested? I haven't. I've ran from the You're like, what, 22? 23. Yeah, okay. See, I think I have time. I've ran from the cops before. How far? Did you get away? Three blocks, yeah. Yeah. What were you, why? Oh, I had a fake ID. Okay. And I was like, oh, no. And they were like, oh, let me ask this officer if it's real. And I said, okay, thinking it was a bluff, and then it wasn't, and then I ran. Did the cop chase you? I, no. Yeah, they're not going to chase you on that one. Exactly. They wouldn't chase me on that one, but I felt like it. I felt, I don't know, because this was a more innocent time in my life. Like, I know I'm unadulterated. Yeah, three days ago. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) What was the name on your fake ID? Do you remember? It was all of my information that was the same. 
because I was like, I don't want to say a fake. It was like my old house, though. Mm. So I didn't want to say it wasn't a fake address technically. No, but was it someone else's name or it was your name? It, it just name. said you were 21. How did you go about acquiring it? Um, through the dark web. Oh, really? wow. That's when I started getting bit into Bitcoin. Yeah. So I had like okay. this Bitcoin okay. wallet back in the day. <laughs> See, like when Jay and I uh, wanted to get fake IDs, you had to like know a guy who had like a photo set up in his oh. apartment. Well, no. So me, like I just got Michael Barenbaum's ID. Oh, you just and like, enough, my, like my, Michael Barenbaum had given his ID to Kyle Shanzer. Then Kyle Shanzer gave the idea to Danny Lipsky, and then Danny Lipsky gave an, the idea to me. Was it even like valid at this point? Uh, I feel like it was like from like Somewhat, it, 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 we were all like one year apart, uh, and so like you know there wasn't like a long uh, span you, between, and, and we all just looked vaguely Jewish. Okay, mm. yeah, so it was enough. good, and it was good enough for the uh, night cashier at the Hen House in Overland Park. Yeah, mm. nobody cares. Really. No. I was in a really white town, and I was in an Asian sorority. So all of us just took the. Are you ideas. from Seattle? I am from Seattle. So where were you for this happen? California. Oh, you went to school there. Or something? I went to school in California, and so I was in this Asian sorority, and like because. Please they, say a funny name for that. Um, Chi Delts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it was the kind of thing where, um, like. The bouncers didn't want to be racist, mm. so they never questioned. Oh, because they couldn't like, tell you apart. Yeah, yeah, they were racist. They just didn't want to appear racist. Exactly, they didn't want to admit it. They're like, God, they do look all the same. <laughs> exactly, unless they had an Asian fetish, then they would be able to tell. Yeah, mm. it's like, oh, you're Cambodian for sure. I like that. <laughs> exactly, but paying attention to the details is just something that you can never disregard. Uh, in in the Asian sorority, was yeah. there like a hierarchy of Asians, or were you all just kind of like, yeah, we love each other? It was the kind of thing they had like a bureaucracy. Okay. It was you would get elected into positions. Okay. Yeah, and then that's where the hierarchy got introduced. But Interesting. you know, there but it was a racial hierarchy. Right. Intentionally, yeah. Yeah. Okay. The Filipinos are at the top. The f- really? Oh wow, because they're fucking swag lords. Yeah. yeah okay. Swag they're hype beasts. Okay. <laughs> it's a thing. At least during my time, because I was, I was top dog back in the day just kidding i was like third dog <laughs> were you you we were at club comedy last night yeah. and for the first show there was a party of 13 people uh and i believe that they were filipino they were filipino yeah they i'm getting really... pretty good at telling my asians apart I'm now so, i'm so glad but uh I, I was like that's a lot of filipinos right did you mm-hmm. did you bring them in did you know them no i didn't know them but they treated me like family it was the kind of thing <laughs> like they hyped me up i was like oh thank you and then they were like oh uh, and that you were so good and i'm like thanks and then they were like do you do comedy a lot and it's like it's my birthday by the way and i'm like okay yay so i made an aunt last night nice super cool yeah 13 of them just went to a comedy show and that's just that's not there were some white the husbands there oh yeah yeah you know there's always a white husband um, there's like three or four of them yeah my grandma's i know my mom's dad is a white man mm-hmm. he was stationed in the Philippines for yeah. like the Vietnam War, met my grandma, made my mother, left them, and so that's where my quarter white comes from. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, I uh, my neighbor growing up was a old white man who married a Filipino woman, mm-hmm. and she made the dopest egg rolls. And oh, yeah. but he was a real piece of shit to her. And then all of his sis, all of her sisters were trying to get him away from him. 
because they had nice hus- white nice white husbands. Nice white husbands. They're yeah. out there. So they, you yeah. could find them. They're somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. A nice little CVS receipt. Not not in this room. <laughs> Neither of us would be the nice white husbands. It's okay. I mean, I've been a nice husband twice, just it's not fair. to a Filipino. Maybe that's what I'm missing. Mm. I mean, you you bring her back from the Philippines to this apartment. <laughs> She's hey. like, what have I done? Yeah. No, I think they'd be into it. My brothers and sisters. I know, from the perspective of it. I walked in and I was amazed, by the way. I was just like, this makes absolute sense for Jack. Oh, it, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Do Absolutely. You, do you like it? Like, I do like it. There's like, like, this... like all right. <laughs> let's let's just say hypothetically, like you, you're not you're not you. I'm not me, but mm-hmm. we're still the same people. Yeah, I bring yeah. you here after a date. What do you think? I'm like, wow, he has plants. See, so many plants. See, guys, <laughs> I've been saying this for a while. You got to get some plants in your apartment if you want to yeah. impress women. Exactly. It's like it's you, like you were mentioning before. It shows that you're able to take care of things, even if you don't completely take care of yourself. Like the idea that there's care. And then I would the next thing I'd have my attention drawn to is the this couch or futon. It's a futon. It's yeah. a futon. It's like a nice I don't know. I haven't seen animal print on something that isn't clothing in a very long time. So I'm just enthralled by this. That's how I feel. <laughs> it's working. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah. That's me. That's my perspective. And then I think I oh, I also paid attention to the large amount of fruit that you have. I was like, wow, what a balanced diet, probably. Don't you all subscribe to that one food concept, the food, something about chakras? Are you talking about Ayurvedic? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jay does. I'm not, I don't particularly buy into it. Mm. But I don't eat sweet potatoes anymore. Why not? Because you told me not to. I didn't say that. Yeah, you did. You said you should stop eating sweet potatoes. I don't think I ever said that. You did. You Why like, would I tell you, you to stop me, eating sweet you, potatoes? You told me it was wrong for my dosha. <laughs> dosha, that's it. I don't think I said that. Okay, well, you and Madeline from the rendezvous both told me that. It's, she probably said that. I, I, I think that sweet, you agree Sweet potatoes are awesome. Sweet potatoes are sweet awesome. Sweet potatoes are fucking great. Start eating sweet potatoes again, Jack. I See, no, because like Jesse uh, Warren told me that I should just stop eating potatoes and rice and I'll lose weight. And like, you know what? I've had to, I bought, I'm wearing new pants right now that were two pant sizes smaller oh. uh, since I've stopped eating potatoes and rice. So mm. Jesse said that he wants to be the person that everyone consults whenever they go on a diet in the comedy community. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't, but I listened to him about that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was on I feel a like soup- Jesse doesn't even eat real food. I've seen him. He eats a lot. I, I've gone off of he. If you if he does eat, he always orders extra meat on yeah. his thing. Yeah, yeah. He, he probably eats a lot at certain times, and yeah. then eats nothing but research chemicals at other times. And then that's he doesn't it. eat for like two days. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah that's mm-hmm. if you want to get abs. It's a good way to do it. It's just don't eat for a day or two, and then that's eat nice. a ton of meat. <laughs> He ordered a bowl of carnitas the other day, just a bowl of meat. That sounds great. Yeah, like he had tacos and he was like, I, this isn't enough for me. I've got a tub of Greek yogurt with a scoop of beef oh, protein in it. I wasn't sure. What do you mean beef protein? Uh, so I had this roommate who left and he left a tub of protein. You know, you've got soy protein, whey protein. This one just says beef protein. Beef? Interesting. Okay. So it must be like distilled from the beeves. I thought it was like mayonnaise or something. I wish. Does it mm. taste beefy? It's got a really musky smell Ugh. to it, mm. which is so why I put just, it in yogurt. It makes it armpit more tolerable. Stuff. 
Yeah, you know, I would eat armpit protein. Mm, I gluten bomb myself the other day oh. intentionally. I did it to myself. I didn't even swallow it. I just like took a bite and spit. It. it was, you know, it? honestly, it was, it was highly disappointing. Oh. And yesterday, I felt like garbage. I couldn't do anything. My brain was mush. Oh. I couldn't figure it out. And then I was like, oh, today it hit me. Like, oh, I gluten bomb myself. So, What'd you get? I went to that. Uh, <clears throat> Falafeli place down the street from Jai Thai. Oh yeah, mm. Albasha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I got a plate, and they gave me the non bread stuff, and mm. it looked really good. And I was like, "Ooh, I just want to take a bite of this." And then I did, and it was stale and not good at all. And I was like, "Not Bleh. worth it. Just not worth it." You have to like yeah. smother that shit in hummus or that. Yeah. Or eat it. With it looks so perfect and fluffy and hot. And it was yeah, it was stale. It was kind of bad. The best bread or like side bread is. Um, Ethiopian. Hell food. yeah! You like the injera? Oh. I love it. Well, he can eat that too. Yeah. Oh hell yeah! Yeah yeah yeah! It's gluten free. That was actually the first time I listened to this podcast. Was when I was walking to get Ethiopian food. This podcast. Mm-hmm. Do you remember what episode it was? It was the one with Quinn. Oh, that's a good episode. Yeah, we're gonna have him back soon. I love that. He deserves it. What a king! I love Ethiopian mm-hmm. food, though. Oh yeah, Ethiopian food. That's so good. A, that's my aphrodisiac. Uh, Zanae, we're like on the same page. Like, I I take people to uh, Queen of Sheba and Cap Hill oh. for first dates a lot because, mm. like, you know, it, it just crosses some boundaries eating with your hand, and like, I get to see if they're a wimp about stuff. Exactly, you know what I mean? it's a test of strength. It's a test of strength. Exactly, the strongest people are able to eat Ethiopian food it's, the way it's supposed it, to. It's it's a cultural difference. You're mm-hmm. just like I don't. If you're like I don't know, then I'm like this isn't going to work. Exactly, exactly. No. I think being adventurous with your food choices is great. Yes, you have to. You have to. Well, Jack wants people to get messy. Oh, yeah. Get he he, he, like he knows that he wants any potential partner. To, you got to be adventurous. You got you to dig in. Yeah. You got to dig in with your hands. Yeah. Yeah. Just scoop it up. Have it beneath your fingernails. That's when you know. Today I ate a whole pint of ice cream. Oh my god! Because I gluten bomb myself though, and then that's gonna that's it's my, gonna balance it back out. It's gonna balance it out. Yeah. <laughs> what flavor? Uh, Lopez Island Wild Blackberry. So you can eat dairy. Yeah. Okay, just not gluten. Yeah. Or maybe I can't eat dairy because, like, I figured out that like the reason my brain equates ice cream to like feeling great. Is be in why in like losing weight mm-hmm. is because like it gives me like a powerful dump, whereas okay. whereas like gluten prevents that from happening. So mm. if I I figured this out as a child by accident, I guess, but like and I've carried it in my adult life. Like if I eat some gluten, I gotta like basically flush it out with like ice cream. Okay, so I don't know yeah. if I can actually eat dairy. I don't know if that like that correlates to me. It being, just clears the system. It just yeah, kind of it, it just kind of clears the system. Interesting. My so, method's a little different. I have like a power washing bidet. Okay. Yeah. So like, it just. What does it go up to, like number wise? There's not even a number. It's just a switch. One like setting. On and off. One okay. setting. You could like increase the intensity if you dial it back. Mm. But I discovered, right, that I basically could douche myself. Wow. Yeah. So my ass is just completely. Uh, my, no, is it my lower intestine? It'd be your Clear. colon. Colon. You know, I. Pristine. Not I just getting I'm gaped by that bidet every day. <laughs> exactly. It's fucking It's crazy. kind of like an enema? Yeah, kind of like an enema. It's, I didn't realize that bidets could do that. And I was just like, whoa. I didn't know that. I don't have one. I'm on the fence. Like, do it. What do you do about drying your butt? Like, that's where I'm at. Like, I don't want a just wet gotta, butt. Gotta shake it. Just pat it. Twerk pat it. dry. You still use toilet paper, yeah. just not to smear the shit off. Yeah. Mm. 
Do you have one? No, I, ha- I don't have one. Okay, have you used one? I've never even used one. I've never used a bidet, but I have had a colonic before. Oh. I'm interested in getting one of those done. I want to see the tubes, too. I want to be like, oh, wow. Yeah, no, you, you see the tube. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Do you see, like, parasites in it or something? No, no, I mean, they can't. You don't you don't see it that much, and uh, I don't I don't think a colonic would get parasites out. Okay. You need stronger stuff. I might get some of them or parts of them or I don't know. Just hanging out. Uh, I got I got a story about that. It might be too gross for the cast. Really? Oh, yeah, too yeah. gross for the cast. Too gross for the cast. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll tell you guys. You guys can give me the kill sign if yeah, you yeah. need to. So I used to be really into fasting. Okay. Yeah. I would do a fast called the Master Cleanse. Oh, is, it's is with that the, the, the lemon, maple lemonade. Yeah, yeah. And you know, it's cayenne pepper. Maple lemonade, cayenne. It, it it works. You know, you're getting enough sugar that you can actually function, which is mm-hmm. nice. And you're supposed to fast for ten days on this maple lemonade. You're and supposed then, to drink like a gallon of that a day, right? Just just whenever you're hungry. Okay. You drink mm-hmm. it. You do that, and then you drink a quart of warm salt water. Oh. At night, like and, how salty? Yeah, salty enough, but you basically just shit it out. Okay. You de- you do it in the morning, and it just goes right through you. Interesting. Interesting. Um, but you're supposed to take about a week to get yourself back onto normal food. You're just eating broth, and then boiled vegetables, and then like mushy rice. But I I was like, fuck that, I'm hungry. Yeah. I'm going all out. I'm eating hummus, baba ganoush, pita bread, and the first time I did it, it was fine. You know, ten days on the fast, no problem. Oh. But then. A few months later, I did this fast again, and I just went and ate a nice big meal immediately afterwards, and my digestive system didn't turn back on. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And so I just had uh, bad IBS for about a year and a half. Holy oh, shit. No. Yeah, it sucked. It was like I wouldn't shit all day, and then like you with ice cream, I would have to go eat Indian buffet mm. to take a shit. That'd be, Wow. It's not I mean, ideal. IBS, I find, is a sign of you know hotness. Yeah. yeah, it's an important thing. Well, I'm I'm very regular now, so I'm sorry if that I'm makes sorry. me less it's attractive okay. to it's you. Okay. Like I, I personally find it as a great partner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, but I, I was trying all of this stuff to turn my digestive system back on. Fodmaps. Uh, that didn't exist. Mm. You know, this was like uh, almost twenty years ago. Mm. So. You know, just trying stuff, and that's when I did colonics, and I was doing uh, a hardcore parasite cleanse as well. So I was uh, what do you do for that? I was crushing a wormwood tincture. Oh yeah, black walnut hull tincture. Okay, uh, tincture and and tablets, and then you also eat cloves. Yikes! Those are things that parasites hate. Yeah, yeah, and it's like garlic. You think yeah, but this stuff's it's like another level stronger, and I was doing that, and, and, and still nothing was working. But then did it make I, you feel crazy? Like the, the parasite or the, the cleanse? Eating the cl- did one? Did you have parasites? I don't know. Like so, so parasites grow in undigested food. Yeah. So if you've got a bunch of food that you're not passing, the parasites are like, oh, free lunch right but here. Only if you have parasites in you. No. So like. If there's stagnation, it opens the door for the parasites to kind of take hold. But wait, wait, wait. That's still so, okay. So, 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 at any given moment, you're passing all kinds of microorganisms through you. 
Mm. Okay. Yeah, okay. like if if your bowels are functioning normally, they can't take hold. But you're not talking about like tapeworms and like No, I'm I'm like, not talking about tapeworms. I'm just talking about like anything that could grow inside of you. Okay. Uh, on okay. the bright side, you have like this fun little ecosystem. Yeah, right? You're exactly. never alone. <laughs> exactly. And you have like a cute little family. It's like a pet. It's like, yeah. You know, I can never get that joke to work. Really? Uh, it doesn't it doesn't follow. Yeah. It's not it's not enough of a logical you know thing yeah but who needs logic i love it nikita told me he loved it but i can never get that joke to work you know i love it too do you know the joke i'm talking about if it's about having a family inside of you no i mean yes no it's like my doctor told me he's worried i'm turning into too much of a homebody <laughs> so what do you mean he says you have worms that his body is a home my for body parasites. Is a home. My body is a trailer park for parasites. <laughs> Pe- people don't get it, and then when they do get it, it's just gross. Yeah. yeah. They're like, do you get like a pause, and then like, oh. Sometimes that's, that sometimes. Usually I've, I've, I've seen it work. It, it works occasionally, but not. The critical thinkers. And you put it too early in your set also. I like putting, I like just opening that door of like, yep, this is what I'm talking about. Just like the weird door right off the bat. Mm. Back to your parasite thing. Anyways, I finally got my digestion to turn back on by doing this like yogurt fast okay. that I'd read Just about. Just yogurt? You're, so you, what you do is you... you daddy's you, yogurt? I wish. Uh-huh. I can't get that dad yogurt anymore. <laughs> uh, but no, what you do is you, you put like half a cup of yogurt in water and mix it together with different spices. Mm. And okay. it's this uh, strong tonic for your small intestine. Oh. What spices? Like uh, cumin, turmeric, cinnamon, so nut- that, warming yeah, spices. Yeah. It yeah. kind of depends on your dosha. Okay. Um, but there's large intestine-based uh, constipation, IBS, where you've got shit in your large intestine, but you can't pass it, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. sucks, but it's a lot easier to deal with. But wow. small intestine-based IBS or constipation is when your small intestine isn't taking the nutrients out of the food and turning it into shit. Mm. So you just have this food stagnation in your small intestine. You can smell it on people yeah, if you so know what it smells you're like. You're literally just full of shit. You're, li- you're, full of, you're like a compost pile. You're not uh. even full of shit. Oh, you smell it in the burps. You smell it in the burps. You could yeah. smell yeah. someone's shit in their burps. I mean, yeah, you just have like compost in your stomach. Yeah, it, it, it smells literally like a compost pile. Oh, my God. Um, but this yogurt drink diet, it like I felt within like a day and a half, my digestion turned back on. Mm. Oh, and I was like, oh, wow, I'm shitting again. Great. Yay. But no, then a couple you- days after that, I shit out this like little spicy wriggling worm. You did. Yeah, I did. I passed uh, something no, that had been getting a free lunch for a yeah. year and a half wow. while I wasn't party. shitting. Yeah. yeah, no. And he was all pissed off from all of the the black walnut hull and yeah. did you talk to him about it? No, I just flushed him. Oh fuck. No, he's just <laughs> I don't got time for that kind uh, <laughs> kind of bad energy. That's true. And my colon. It's a colon. Oh. Man, yeah, I had no idea it was going to go in that direction. But I always tell people about this yogurt drink thing, and they always they always raise an eyebrow. They're like, "That doesn't work." Um, and I'm like, "All right." What if you had just started taking like kombucha or pre or probiotics? I did all that stuff. Oh, you did all that stuff. Yeah. Okay. I have this laxative tea. Mm-hmm. Smooth like, move. 
No, I don't know. It's from Asia. So, ballerina tea? Yeah, I think it might be. It's the one with the green box. Ballerina yeah, ballerina tea. tea. Yeah, ballerina that shit, tea. Man, that shit will fuck you up. Oh, it's for sure. I take yeah. it in the morning, and then I live my life. I do comedy, and then I come back home, and I'm just... Yeah. Baller- oh, and I, I overdone, I've overdone it with ballerina tea, too. And, like, that was... I didn't... My, my first wife had it, and... Mm-hmm. I didn't. We just had a big tea drawer, mm. and I didn't know that it, it <laughs> was any. Tea. I didn't know. That, I just thought it was like tea. I didn't know anything about it. So I made. I drank like three glass, like three cups of oh it or God. something, and then I just started like shitting my brains out. <laughs> and I was like, I didn't even know that it was the tea. And then like, she eventually. I eventually figured it out that is the reason ballerina tea is because it gives you like a burst of energy and also it's like a massive diuretic so you just exactly. like blow your guts out yeah right an, so you I dance think... better and you get skinny right exactly that's like a dream. ballerina like a ballerina yeah. wow you don't get the toe thing though the the pointy point no yeah. i just have to wear shitty shoes for oh, that man fuck. were you a ballerina are you a ballerina no i was a debate kid Oh yeah, I was a nerd. I was I was such a nerd. I had to do this thing where I intentionally in college was like, I'm gonna get cooler. Yeah, you got <laughs> that's to. such a nerd thing to do. By the way, that's like the that, like that is the nerdiest thing. Like I need to get cool. You make a spreadsheet about how to get cool. Exactly. I was like, you know, straight up, it would be like, yeah. okay, on these days I would do this, and I'm like, I need to find these people, talk to them, and I'm like, I need to learn how to do this with my make. I was fucking. On this I mean, day, I'm, I'm like just going to go downtown and wear sunglasses and lean against a wall. Yeah, exactly. And then I'll start snapping. <laughs> right. And then and then I'll break out into song in the middle of well, the Well, then street. you're back around to nerd because you're doing musical theater. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> how, how susceptible to peer pressure are you? I'm pretty... Okay, I'm getting better at it. Really? I see. Yeah. I thought you would have been like... A, like if you didn't want to do something, it wasn't going to happen. Oh, I'm a huge people pleaser. Okay. Yeah, terrible people pleaser. Like the other day, like this guy wanted to hook up with me, but I was super tired. So I just took pre-workout. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's dedication. I know. I didn't was this the first time you hooked up? No. Or, okay, this no. is an ongoing thing. This is, is this ongoing. the guy you're bringing to, off, to, off the top tonight? No, it's a different guy. How many guys are you hooking up with right now? Just two. Okay, that's yeah. reasonable. Decent rotation, that's yeah. Reasonable. Do, do they was... know about each other? No. Good. And that's the thing. I, you know, this one, he's really interesting. I met him through, okay, I told my friend to start doing stand-up, and he's going to be on OTT tonight. And then, I don't say that like that, yeah. Okay, anyways, he brought a friend to watch him do stand-up for the first time, and then um, the next day, he, oh no, and then I was talking to him about my ex, because my ex is like ethically non-monogamous and has two girlfriends. Mm. And, I just and they know about each other. Yeah. Spicy. Yeah, they know about each other. They got like coffee together. Weird. Anyways, like, no, I love them. I love them. Great people. So I was complaining about that though because like he has two bitches and I have like half of one. And then he was like, I'll be your fake boyfriend when you see him tomorrow if you want. So then that's what happened. Okay. Yeah, he was my fake boyfriend and I really committed to the bit. So wait, well, now he's like your... Actual no, boyfriend? No, he's not my actual boyfriend. I'm just speaking. You just to hook him. up with him sometimes. Yeah, that's the thing. I what is it for me? I don't know what I'm looking for in a boy. I feel like I have a lot of people in my life that could be my boyfriend, but I don't. It's just who like, needs it? You got you got comedy. You're right. That's my my true love. <laughs> yeah, it's like um, I don't know. Um, you know, dating. Okay, that's the thing. How why date and then go through a marriage just to like be 
like un like unhappy and being stuck in something that's just not something i think i want to do i'm just so afraid that people are going to be shitty after a couple of years they will exactly most yeah most yeah. marriages end you will yeah, also be shitty after a couple of years right. you will be shitty to someone else yeah oh, i've been shitty to so many people i'm like i was a ghoster oh yeah that's a good like, strategy. It really Casper. works. Yeah, it's super cool. You just stop talking. It's to like them. the easiest way to never see someone again. Exactly. Yeah. It was, and silly. most people don't even really mind anymore. Really, I mean, that's we're all used to it at this point. Yeah. See, like, the man, fact that I'm it's surprised. Been normalized. I'm more surprised when it doesn't happen. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's the thing. I used to. Okay, my like I was talking to my therapist about it, and they had me write an entire paragraph of being like. It was great spending time with you, but I don't see this going anywhere, blah, blah, mm. blah. And so, and she was like, instead of ghosting, just copy and paste that and then block them. Oh, see, the block is like, why the block? So I don't have to see the response. <laughs> yeah, because the thing about ghosting is you just don't want the other person to be mad at you. Yeah. Right. Like, we're all afraid of conflict, and it's like, oh, well, I'm going to hurt this person, but I don't want any blowback Interesting. from it. Interesting. And so, yeah, you can tell them thanks, but no thanks, and then you just block them. Yeah. So, but it then gives they'll them like. I don't, I, don't get, know. I don't get the blocks. Then they the message blocks. you on Venmo or something. Yeah, they they'll they'll find a way. They'll and find a way. No, I've had a guy like make multiple accounts to like find me. And like after I blocked every single one of them and he comes back every now and then yeah. like, every couple of years, he's like, hey, I'm back. Weird. If, if they're stalking me on Venmo and making payments just so they can comment something to me, that's fine. Yeah, like, like if I'm getting paid. To you? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like that's how it'd be. They'd like, oh, they paid me five dollars, and then underneath that, it's a comment like, "I can't believe you did that to me. I've never been so insulted. Exactly. How could you?" It's yeah. like, okay, for five dollars, I'll absorb that. This has happened to you? No, I'm just okay. Theoretically, okay, okay. Yeah, no, that's I would fine. like that that's, too. That would yeah. be nice. But that no, pe- cool. people. People will stalk you across multiple apps, and it's like, yeah. all right, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, they're all gone, but there's... My, Venmo is my favorite social media app. Yeah. I look at LinkedIn. the transactions sometimes. It's great. I made my transactions yeah, like I, why do they have it? Why do they have it set for that? Like, why are yeah. transactions... Like, it makes no sense. It's so us. we get it's used to being observed. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, oh, okay, people are watching me do things, but it's fine. I'm I'm used I'm being to perceived. being on display for anyone who wants to see. Exactly. Like, and it's Big Brother. It's yeah. just Big Brother watching. Yeah, yeah. It's just people using the mushroom emoji for payments <laughs> or like watch that guy. There it is. I used to have my all of my transactions be sex, but then my father found my Venmo Ooh. and he was like, Zanay, why why are you charging so little? Yeah. Exactly. Like, have higher standards. <laughs> and then, what was it? Now I do this thing where I go onto Amazon and I copy, like, the most obscure item on there, like, the disc- like the entire thing. So, I think last time it was, like, a children's um, children's um, plastic slide yeah. that lights up or whatever. You just, like, copy the description yeah. of it? Mm-hmm. I copy, like, the title and then I paste it in it and then they get that for me. That's <laughs> interesting <laughs> it's a bit that okay. only i, I just find use emojis funny. and that's the thing emojis i don't know why i commit to it so much maybe this is giving me a moment to reevaluate how i spend my time <sighs> when okay. i pay rent i always put nudity tax <laughs> it's a good one. Oh man what's another good venmo name um definitely oh, not drugs cream? hemorrhoid yeah. cream that's a good one i love one. venmoing for hemorrhoid cream i'm like oh sorry about your hemorrhoids. Pimple popping. Pimple. <laughs> Are you guys pimple poppers? 
Yeah, I, mean, I wish I had more. I wish I had more. I really yeah. like mm-hmm. pimple popping when I was a was when I was a lad. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. I, 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 li- I like I like squeezing blackheads. Uh, like like if I have like a, a white head or a zit, like no, I don't want I don't want that on my face. Right. Yeah. But if I got a blackhead, yeah. Yeah. Mm. You know, it's like the whole tapeworm thing again. Here's a here's a rarely talked about subject. Yeah. Dick blackheads. Is that a thing? It's I've skin. never had one. I've had a few. Okay. Do you pop them? Yeah, you're just uh, just like any other blackhead. Come out. Semen does not come out. Yeah. Uh, I have. Uh, all right, I'm, I'm just gonna say I, I don't know what they are exactly, but like uh, I have like two reoccurring like I don't I don't know what they are, but it's like a like I don't know like a white head sort of, but not oh. it's like it's not a white head. It's just like a little. Is it molluscum? I don't maybe. It's either molluscum or pearly papules. It's not the I've got pearly papules. Okay. But it's I don't know what the other thing is. Well, look it up. Okay. Does it have a little uh dimple in it? No. It's just okay. like I can just like cuz dick th- dick skin is so thin, you can just kind of like see stuff. And yeah. so I can just see like oh there's like a little pocket of pocket of pus like, of like zit in zit. there or something. Oh. You know what I mean? It's just mm. like it's just like a it's just like a I don't know. I'm thinking about it like as a woman if it adds texture in the bedroom. It doesn't. Oh. It it's so it's like I am the only thing I'm the only person that would notice it because I oh. look at my dick, you know what I mean? That's true. And like You're right. I mean, I was like maybe if you had enough of them it could give no. the feeling of a ribbed ribbed for her like, pleasure. It happens like every 6 or 8 months it'll oh. fill up or something, you know what I mean? Oh, that's it's so just like yeah. Can you like squeeze it out? Yeah. It's just like a little little zit area, but it's not even like I don't know. I'm not describing. I'm making it sound grosser than it is. It's like no. It's just a. I'm picturing <laughs> what it would look like. It's like a. Just, it's just yeah. like a clogged pore oh, on, on my mm. on my dick. I didn't even know dicks had pores. That's what I'm saying. It's just skin. Doesn't oh. sound like molluscum. It's just skin. You're you know what I mean? No, you just. It's just your dick wants to have some character. It's like, hey, I'm different. I oh, used okay. to have to shave. For uh, this penis exercise regiment that I was on, and yeah, I would we get keep hearing about it. Eh, it's it's something. What is it? Do you guys, do you stretch it? It's stretching. It's weights. It's bending. Oh my god! Uh, I I don't do it anymore, but do you eh, like it's okay, effective? Wait, does the weight thing? I need to get into this. Okay. Do you tie the weight onto your dick and like lift it? No. See, so it's like a special clamp oh. that clamps around, and then you hook that up to weights or resistance. Like how heavy? It's like uh, the same principle of stretching your earlobes out, essentially. Uh, same, but also different. Okay. Does it elongate your dick? Yes. Um, permanently? S- permanently and semi-permanently. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, you get more gains when you're actively doing it, and then maybe, you know, if you if you practice well enough, you'll keep mm-hmm. them for about a year, but then some of them will go away once you stop. Interesting. Yeah. I'm learning a lot about dicks today. Yeah, you know, there's at least three things to learn. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I'd get I'd get really bad uh ingrown hairs oh. around there and I'm always like, uh oh, is this an S T D or an ingrown hair? I've been there. Yeah. 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 That's ingrown hair is when you get those the whitehead thing. The gnarliest yeah. whiteheads oh, yeah. and they hurt. Oh, and they burrow. Yeah. Yeah, they get so deep. Yeah, they fucking yeah. hurt. Ugh. Oh yeah. No, when I get um, when I get like my Brazilians done, she always yells at me. She was like, "Why did you shave in between this? You have white. You have an ingrown hair now, and now I have to take care of it." And then she's just be really mad at me. Honestly, no one would ever hire me, but being an esthetician is something I kind of dream of. Oh, and like giving like that like I watch so many fucking pimple popping videos and like 
if I could make that my job, I would, I would, I would fucking love it. In the heartbeat. No woman is going to hire me to give her a Brazilian. Um, <laughs> I understand. I, I could see esthetician going punk rock, like tattooing. Yeah, punk rock. Or yeah. like how chefs are like rock stars with tattoos. Now estheticians are the same way. Yeah. Maybe. I just maybe I'm just limiting myself and thinking that uh, women would not would if they came into like a, a a salon or spa or whatever they're like who do you want it'd be like going to a male gynecologist like yeah male gynecologist you just like some people want it I guess I could maybe wax dudes maybe they would be yeah. like yeah. a lot of a lot of gay guys like yeah. wax some gay buttholes before they go on a cruise <laughs> exactly Ugh. do you guys reach do you, when you shave do you get back there no I don't. I don't shave anything down mm. there. I trim. I trim, but I don't shave. Mm, that's so interesting. I have to go at like different angles mm. just to, and I don't do. Are you I a butthole shaver? I do shave that's, my butthole. That's what she's talking about. Yeah. 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 Because I, I get self-conscious about it. I didn't know that you know? that was a thing until like a couple of years ago. Well, see, you're, she's like 15 years younger than either of us. Yeah. There's been much more pressure on the younger generation to have a clean butthole yeah. or a hairless yeah. butthole. It's, it's like you expect hairless. people are going to be down there. Exactly. And it's like when you're in like doggy style, for example, and mm-hmm. I'm like, this is like right there on display for you to see. That's something. God bless it so, too. <laughs> see, that's a that's a self conscious. I didn't even think about it for like years, and then one day I was like, "What color is my butthole?" You know. Did you get someone to take a picture for you? I was like, I asked my doctor, and I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> "You're like, hey, you like take his toes out of your mouth? Yeah, You're like, yeah. hey, what color is my butthole?" <laughs> exactly, because that's the thing. I was like, because I saw someone on the internet talk about their green butthole. And were there pictures provided with this? Oh, no, I, maybe they were lying. Yeah, skin down there changes different colors. I've like, never, you'll see. I've never seen a green butthole. <laughs> I, I've never seen a green butthole either, but I've seen it get like brownish green, mm. like puce. Mm. I don't know. I've seen some browns. I've seen. Have you seen like purple dicks? Like what? Like like, o- like old men, and a lot of times, like I'll see older Asian guys, their dicks will like turn purple. I've heard about this. Yeah, and I don't know what it is, but I've seen enough old naked men in locker rooms to see Bobby Lee of Bobby Lee fame. Yeah, is always talking about how his balls are like super dark. Compa- yeah. compared mm. to his thing, and he says it's a Korean thing. So mm. I don't know. That's the thing. I haven't seen enough old Asian men to give an opinion on this, but I could believe it. Not yet. Not yet. Give it some time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always trying to think about what trajectory I'm going to go in terms of my taste in men. Yeah, what do you think? Um, Where are you at now? What is your... I'm, your do, you I have, ha- do you have a... It's a f- very specific formula. You have a... Okay. So I didn't realize this until I was looking at all the guys I've like recently dated. And they have glasses, like a mustache, and then like a haircut where it's long at the top and short on the sides. That's it's been like so like hipster zoomers kind of like that they've been like the same man but in different races okay yeah and that was the thing I was really into the clean cut thing before that and then now the mustache is kind of integrating itself in life what kind of mustache it, like a porn stash just mm-hmm. a thin well see a lot of those mustache yeah. it yeah. is coming back it's a thing I don't know yeah yeah and I'm just like wow I don't know why because I, I didn't like facial hair at all before but now I'm just like I need that porn stash now you're a woman I am I've really become that 
you know, that's my second puberty. Yeah. Once yeah. you start liking facial hair, that's when you are really into your womanhood. Oh, true, true, true. It's not even the sexual awakening. It's more like understanding. Yeah. The how mustaches can benefit you. No, it's like. So yeah, I don't know where it's gonna evolve from there. So we'll see. Do you think see. it might be like more facial hair? Maybe different facial different hair. Facial hair. Yeah, maybe it's gonna be. Maybe it's gonna go that direction. Or maybe Just like gonna, mustaches, but then it's like, oh, I want guys that wear vests and bow ties. Vests. Oh, I don't think we'll go down there. They get I into like a, artisan bartending. I had a thing. Oh, I've been going for bartenders recently. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Any particular bars? Oh. Um, where do you like to go? What are your bars? My bars. I go to Rose Temple a lot. That sounds cool. I don't it's know. What is it? It's, Where is it? It's next to Jai Tai, like down the street. Oh, okay. So if you all want to go there one day, we mm. could engage in it. Um, but it's cute. That place they have, um, they play random shit on the screen. It's kind of like the way you do have it set up. And it's like, they were playing It one time. Mm-hmm. They were playing SpongeBob another time. They were playing The Sandlot the other time. Like Dive Sandlot. bar? Not a dive bar. Not a dive bar. Okay. I go to, there's this, I forgot the name of it, but there is a dive bar where I find myself finding the bartenders particularly attractive. I don't know what it is. Like baristas, bartenders, dolphins. With the bartender, it's like you get more drunk and they seem more clever. Yeah. As the night goes on. True. So it's like, oh, wow, this guy. This guy kind of. This has, guy keeps giving like, me drinks and being I nice know. to me. What? And I'm like, wow. And see, I'm very easy to please too. Like that, I need to get better at that. No, I was super be more nice. demanding. I, I was super nice at people. Um, no, I was talking to my friend about this. I'm like, I'm too approachable. Yeah, that's the thing. And like one time at an open mic, someone was just like, "Oh, you're so nice," and I'm like, "No problem." Yeah, and I sat down, and he started gyrating on me. Yeah, like in the middle of Jai Tai. How intense for these gyrations? Exactly. And just like it was like um I can't see it right now, okay. but he would be he was on my lap and I was sitting next to like another comic in mid conversation. And he was just and I was like it just I, some guy? Some guy. One huh. of the open micers. Oh, an open micer. Ah, an open yeah. micer. That, that's I believe it coming from yeah. an open micer. Yeah, and that's the deal. And I was like, Oh my god and he was like, Sorry I didn't ask your like permission to gyrate on you before and I'm like, It's okay. <laughs> And then did it again, and I was just like, "Oh man, dude!" Do you want to name names? I don't know. He okay. Can I'll drop guess? it. Oh, you know yeah. who it is? It's a there's red hair. Uh, okay. Picture like the guy with red hair, recently red hair, dyed red. Oh, hair. him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I, unfortunately, I believe it. Yeah, he was a he gyrated. I was like, "Well, dude, bruh." And but yeah, that's the thing. I was like, I realized in that moment, I'm like, I need to be. Me, I don't know how to do it. Then if you would, then if you would have gotten mad, he would have tried to flip it on you. Yeah, he's like, you said I could gyrate on you. I can't take it back. But no, I. It's like I'm what? I be, thought you were cool. Yeah, I was like, yeah, like this is what everyone does. Like gyrate. This is like a sign of friendship. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> cool. Okay, now, do you have any tips on how I could become more intimidating? Just be mean. Yeah. Just be mean to people. Like, okay, how do you be mean? Okay, so Give a situation. so okay, you come and gyrate on me, and I don't like it. Be like, could you fucking not? Uh, or, or stand you, up? You be like, what take, the fuck are you, you doing? Take, you take your ring finger knuckle and just jam it in their ribs. Oh, okay. These are both very good approaches. Yeah, just like you'll be disappointed enough over the years to get your own flavor of right. expressing mm. displeasure with people. Exactly, you're right. But like. A, a lot of times the problem with stuff like that is that you just freeze. Mm. Right. And it's like, yeah. oh, I don't know what to do in this situation. 
the fawn, uh, the fawn response. The yeah. Default, yeah. Just, oh, just be, be mad. Be mad. Think about a person who's like mad and irrational. Just, honestly, and as, be that person. As, as a woman, right? I mean, this works for anybody, but especially as a woman, you just, yeah. if you were just like, yo, what the fuck, dude? Just like really loud. Like yeah. everybody in the restaurant would be eyes on him and he'd be like, oh. right away. Yeah. That's yeah. true. Okay. Okay. I'll practice. Just draw that. attention to yeah, them. What the f- You're right. I'm, I am a whore for attention. So I do. There you go. This works. Oh, okay. For oh. attention, but not gyration. Not yet, yeah, not gyration. I want a sign for that. It's gonna be on a T-shirt next time you see me. Sweet. Oh, but what's it called? Um, um, okay, no, that was the thing. I'm trying to become more mean and more roasty because I. I don't think mean is the right word. Assertive. Assertive. Yeah. Okay, I'll be more assertive. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Ugh. Yeah. Don't fuck with me, dude. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm I'm getting there. I feel like no. Okay, you're wiping your eye. I thought that was a look of disappointment. No, no, you haven't disappointed me yet. Let me know the day it happens. I'll keep you updated. <laughs> Twenty five <laughs> days without a disappointment. Ah, oh, good. Yeah. Just keep adding. Yeah, dude. So, how did you do a TED talk, and what was it about? Yeah, um, this is like a random part of my life. I was a VR developer for a little bit. Okay, this so. like I. Your life is so confusing because you're like 22 and you're like, oh, I've done a TED talk. I was a VR developer. Like, I don't, it's like, how did I do it? It's because I'm very nerdy, nerdy at my core. And then yeah. the fact that like I got hot one day, it's just opened all these opportunities. For Interesting. Me. So it's the combination of the fact that I think very analytically, mm. but I present differently. And so people just, that's the thing. I'm totally getting tokenized in the comedy community right now. And How are you getting tokenized? It's the thing. She's like, oh, she's talented, but she's also a pretty Asian woman. So you figured that out. I did. Okay. And I was just like. Because it's true. It's that. That's the thing. I was but just yeah. like. No disrespect to you. Yeah. You're also very talented. Thank you. But I'm, I'm writing it, though. We're going to. Of course, right. Always. Yeah, you have to. Of course, right. Exactly. And that's the thing. So I'm like, okay. Yeah, for sure. Like, oh, no problem. Um, so that's the part where I. What is it? I get like. I'm very into it because once again as we've spoken before i'm really into the like what's it called um um attention thing well you're into things that benefit you yeah yeah, yeah. why wouldn't I was you like, be like comedy is the only way that i could become a sex symbol that was the route that we <laughs> that was there you the go <laughs> yeah but no um, that's like half a joke um but no it was yeah, okay, my life is weird because I was super nerdy. I'm still super nerdy. So I was a VR developer and I created a um, empathy simulation for people who were victims of human trafficking. What the fuck? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Wait, what is that? What is yeah. a v- Is it like a hug? It's just like someone's hugging you? No, you would like um, put, I made like a, what's it called? Like a massage parlor um, scenario. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Yeah. You're helping. Tr- sex trafficked women and you bring them to a massage parlor yeah so that's the thing like they would and, the, and they're like no you. i don't want to work there <laughs> exactly they would speak to you and they would be like oh and they would give like this is how you properly respond to women who have been traumatized oh, in this so way. it's oh, for oh. the people who would yeah go and try to get the happy ending massages basically not even that it was more it was like the people who would investigate it Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. I thought you were saying it was for the sex trafficked women. Yeah. Oh, you were taking no. them to a massage parlor. I'm like, what the? Fuck? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like flip the switch. What yeah. do you see? No, it was close. Though. Okay, so you're, this okay. is for people investigating. So you yeah. compiled sex trafficked data. Yeah, I was like and created a VR scenario, mm-hmm. and in that scenario, 
it, okay, I'm imagining it. Yeah. And like the cop is trying to get a, a, a hand job. Basically. So you, you created yeah, a sim, like a, you created a VR glory hole. Oh, basically that's how it is. And then everyone just ate that shit up and they're like, let's give her the talk. Give her it. Was it a Ted or a TEDx? TEDx. Ah, that's okay. Yeah. TEDx talk. Um, it was cute though. Do you, and what happened with this program? Was it effective? Did it help things? I like, passed it on to another person. Like once I graduated and I was just like, this is you. See you later. Were there different settings for like a, a, a trafficked Chinese woman and like a trafficked Polish woman? Um, no, I just focused on Asian women because oh, okay. of, you know. And so how did it work? Like, can you run me through like a yeah. scenario? Essentially? So you would walk into the parlor. You would investigate like very specific um, tells or it'd be like, oh, this is what like typically an illegitimate business would look like. And then you would speak to the woman. And if she felt like you were too aggressive or harsh in your questioning, she would stop responding. So it would be mm. the kind of thing where you have to take more of an empathetic approach in order for her to speak about her experiences. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's what I did. And so I did that. And <laughs> so I did that. And then I moved back here and then I was doing like, I'm still corporate, but I was doing that. And then I moved out of my parents' place into like Capitol Hill. And then I was like, I want to pursue a hobby. And that's when I started comedy. This is like also like six months ago. October, right? yeah. yeah. Were, you, were you funny before you started comedy? I think I was. Well, what was the thought process that led you to that? I thought I was like, I've always thought I was funny. I've always wanted to do stand-up. And I was like, no one was going to tell me to do it unless I try it out, you know? Yeah, that's true. And so I went that's out. That's why I got that, that thought process is the opposite of what I had and, what why, and why I got such a late start. What was it? Like I was just going to an open mic for a while and the host was eventually like, you're here all the time. Why don't you try it? It took someone yeah. being like, you should do this for me to get started. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I know. I read a book. It was called like the defining decade. And it's, it was a stupid, I was, I still read a lot of self-help books, but it was the kind of thing where they were like, you should think about like your twenties are your setup for the rest of your life. And if you don't like establish the things you want to do later, then you won't have like that ground later on. And I was like, oh fuck. And so that's why I started dating again. Cause I was like, my body's going to expire one day and then I won't have kids. You want kids. I think my parents would be great grandparents. But do you want kids? I don't know. It depends on the day. I saw like a really cute baby one time and I was like, no, that's, that's your body speaking to me. That's yeah. on your mind. But, yeah. um, I don't know. I feel like if I become, if whatever route my life takes, there will be, if I do do that, it's probably going to be like I plateaued and I need to make someone else live my dream or I don't know. Your biological clock will go off. Exactly. It's yeah. It might you you it might not you might be able to contend with it you know yeah. it might not be for some people they're like okay kid now mm -hmm. but other see, people you know oh, they got yeah. other things they got other things to do so yeah that's the thing so I feel like I'm I'm rushing everything right now because I have a fear that it's all gonna stop or it's gonna explode your body my body and my life you know it will it will I'm ready for it I mean I think I mean I feel like I'm building the foundations to make it I don't know. But yeah, 
So I started comedy six months ago. Yeah, like because of you're, that. that's why I called you Seattle Rocket when you you're like <laughs> it's like in like I was like oh hi this is a new person in the scene Zanae like boom hosting at like club comedy hosting at laughs yeah. have you hosted at laughs not yet not yet okay I been I don't know I have I have no idea what the fuck is happening um, I'm grateful for it but I'm not sure I think it's like I don't know it's the tokenization thing but also like you know. I was able to channel my persona pretty early. No, it's on. great. I mean, you've like kicked a Zanay size hole in <laughs> like Seattle comedy. That's how you do it. That's the thing. I'm just running through it. Um, but yeah, no, it's like I spend like five minutes every two days writing just to see if I could come up with shit. You spend five minutes every two days? Yeah. Or you write five minutes every two I days? I write five minutes every two days. Um, it's basically like the notes that I compile throughout the week. And I'm like, can this be funny? Mm -hmm. And that kind of thing. And so that's part of it. I just got into a process. And that's how it's come. So people can tell that I work on shit. And that's how, you know. So, so you're saying you write a five-minute set every two days? Kind of, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, and what is the success to fail rate on those jokes? Um, I think every after okay, one out of every five jokes is a good one. That's not bad. Yeah. Yeah. What's your worst bomb so far? My worst bomb. It was okay. Bob's comedy jive. Okay. It was that's a, a, that room. I love that room. It mm -hmm. can be a tough. It can be a tough room. Exactly. It was like my second month doing it. Um, I was down there because Stephanie was closing, mm -hmm. and I was like, "Oh, this is four minutes that I could totally do this." And then everything that I said didn't get a response. Not even like a breath. Mm -hmm. Like a like that and i was like i'm gonna quit after this but then i just got back you just gotta keep going gotta keep going so that was the worst bomb of my life where i was able to draw absolute silence um last night was a weird crowd i think i did i fought for my life but it was yeah you didn't bomb yesterday i mean there's bombing and then there's like a late show where everybody's tired and a little drunk and mm -hmm. like, you're not bomb. It's not great. It doesn't feel good, but you're not bombing. That's true. It's like a C minus. Yeah. C minus. Yeah. I think I got Still a C pass. I barely passed that last night. And so no, today I have, um, after this, I'm going to the crocodile cause I got <laughs> Timmy's letting me do a PowerPoint set. Okay. So I'm like going to do my standard set, but we're going to tangent off into like a random educational PowerPoint in between. But in between my jokes and I've never felt so excited for something. I think I'm trying to do this thing where I'm the PowerPoint, um, Supreme of Seattle. Mm -hmm. The I other one the, left. The other one left. Who was the other one? Uh, <clears throat> Augusta Chapman. Ah, right, right. She was doing some PowerPoint stuff for a while. Oh, I remember you mentioning this person. Yeah. And, uh, but she's no longer, I don't even know if she's doing comedy, but she's no longer mm. in Seattle anyway. Oh, there it is. I beat her up before. She, that's why she left, because she knew I'd be coming. <laughs> you ate her and take her power. Exactly. I, you two would be an unstoppable duo. It would be terrifying. <sighs> that's the thing. I'm, and a lot of people are trying to work with me right now, which is like very flattering. But I don't know. Well, who okay. out of Out of everyone in Seattle comedy, who do you think I'd work best with? Me. Good. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, everybody, anybody, like. And again, I'm too approachable. In what too capacity work? I don't know. Like, I have no idea. Something like that. 
hey, I don't know, I told myself that I wouldn't fuck a comedian. Good rule to have. Good rule. Hard rule to keep. Good rule to have. Okay, yeah, that's the thing. That was one of the first things that Nate Jackson told me. He was like, don't fuck anyone. Yeah. I'm like, okay. It's good advice. I'm curious it's great about advice. It. Hard to do. Great really, advice. That's the thing. That's the, I feel like I spend too much time with comics. That's it. I mean, you don't, like, that's the problem is, like, you're just around these people all the time, mm-hmm. and then you're like, I mean, all right, fine. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and like, because yeah. you're not, like, yeah, you're, I said this to a Tinder person the other day. I was mm-hmm. like, I do comedy a lot, but, uh, like, it's work, you know, like, but working just looks like going out a lot. Yeah, yeah. But you end up, just being around your coworkers and yeah, like yeah, coworker. It's fucking a coworker. It's fucking a coworker. But no one brings you into HR. Yeah, you just have to deal with it every single time you see them at a mic. You're like, right? Oh, man. And people talk about it behind your back. You, you got to be discreet. Do people? Okay, that's the thing. I'm thinking like, how do people know about it? Because somebody starts talking, or people you talk, start, or you start showing. Like, I mean, when I was when I said this to you, I was half joking, but I thought it was like half. I was it was a little serious too. Like when you were just hanging around with Jesse all the time. Everyone thinks yeah. that. Yeah, I was like, that's not happening. Like, I knew it wasn't happening, but like, if, once like a, a man and a woman start just like showing up to places all the time together, mm-hmm. you're almost certain they're fucking. Not necessarily, I mean, but almost certain. You know, we talked about it in the beginning. He told me, I'm not trying to fuck you. And I said, yeah. I, that's I what, that. also what everyone says. Exactly. But, yeah. And he said, and I was like, there's like this weird thing between us and I feel like we could capitalize on it and like make people think something. Give us like the attention that I was. That is such like, a Jesse thing to say. Exactly. I said that. Oh, you said that. Yeah. Okay. He's, it's also his innate he, thing to it's say. It's also his innate thing. thing. Yeah. I, I want him to be more original because he's taking my stuff, my brand. Even though he's been here longer, it's still my brand. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's the thing. So that's what we played off in the beginning and now it's like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about him. He called me before the, he was like, because my date tonight I was worried that he'd be mean to him mm-hmm. um, that Jesse would be mean I can't yeah. wait to be so mean to Jesse in front of his date tonight by Please. the way okay I'm so excited for I mean that. you know in the way that I love Jesse and yeah, like, yeah. And, the and, fact and that you guys too. are going to have a threesome I hope so I, I feel like he keeps on saying it and it's going to happen no he's, to. he's kind of against it I keep really? pushing it I honestly, he, I feel like he's down deep down, but he's trying I, to die. I, I, I agree. <laughs> I, I, that's why I keep bringing it up. Cause I agree a hundred percent. I mean, I was just afraid he was going to be mean to my day and he was like, no, I'm not going to, he's like, I'm just, I'm going to let my genuine curiosity guide the conversation. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like he's going to be really mean. Yeah, yeah. I was like, dude, don't wrote. I was like, I tried to prepare him. I texted him like the, the guy earlier and I was like, Hey dude, like my coach is going to try to talk to you be mentally prepared i don't know what the shit he's gonna pull he's gonna do some mean older brother shit yeah, yeah he's gonna do yeah. some mean older brother shit for sure exactly and i'm just like why is no because okay the way that happens like he texted me one day he's like bring a date i'm like what like bring a date to off the top and i'm like oh, for what reason actually he was asking a question and he was like i want and he was like i want i don't know and he basically okay i thought i came up with like a logical reason why he wanted to do it but he was like oh that's a good idea that's a good line of thought and so the truth is that he just wants to fuck with my reverse harem. Yeah. 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 Oh it's going to be like, so do you make Zanae come? Oh my God. You good in bed? She, do you satisfy her? I don't think he'll be quite so bold, but he's going to ask some crazy questions. Do you know he's about the be, rest of the women? Should I do this? I want to ask his date and be like. That would be good. That'd be, be good. That'd be a good one. Be good. Uh, you could, yeah. You could be ask like, his date all sorts of does stuff. Does he pay more attention to your body or his <laughs> during sex? <laughs> Oh, that's so good. 
I can't wait to say that out loud. Yeah. Um, okay, you gave me this suggestion last week. Yeah, you said I was it trying, weird. I know. I said it weird because I was hesitant. And I was like, this is not on my brand. But I'm trying to get it to be more on my brand. Um, what did I tell you to say? I can't remember. Because you, told you me, said it and it didn't really work. But I was like, if you said it the way I said it, yeah, it might have worked. It was like Dan Berlin wasn't wearing a belt because he was going to use it to hang himself. Right, yeah. And see, the fact that I said that right now, I still didn't think it was the right cadence. Okay. No, that's so, not your brand. It's not my brand. It feels so weird. And I, like, when I said it, I was like, man, that's so awkward. I was like, I'm nice to Dan Berlin. I'm so I'm, nice oh, to yeah, Dan Berlin's a sweetie. He's such a sweetie. He's just a punching bag of the moment. Well, he's Jesse's punching bag. Yeah, Jesse's punching bag. Yeah. I, Jesse's punching people a lot. I don't know. And so the fact that he's nice to me is weird. Um, so that's what I thought he'd punch me up you know before because mm-hmm. i kept on giving him shit about he's on a red he's stealing away my brand my brand if you're listening to this jesse he doesn't I, listen to this he doesn't jesse do. doesn't do anything unless he's involved in it okay good i mean no but if you're listening to this in the very off chance fight me again <laughs> um i could i feel like i'd be scrappy he'd be like oh, i'm not gonna hit you and i'd be like okay and then i'd just be like just wait till he's on the end of a three-day fast and yeah. then, oh, yeah. then fight him. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Okay, you're right. Okay. No, but yeah. Anyways, I've Seattle comedy's been so interesting for me. Everyone's really nice to me. Are there people like actively trying to pursue you in Seattle Sometimes. comedy? Sometimes there's some people that like, what's it called? That are very compliment. They give me a lot of compliments. Uh-huh. I'm like, mm. okay, like cool, thank you. And then I always walk away from it. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, oh. Like one time, this guy, I, I was like, I openly say that I'm not going to fuck a comedian. And they were like, Zane, I was going to ask you out, but I guess you're not going to fuck me. And I was just like, oh. Describe. Don't uh-huh, say you're right. Describe them. I've said them already. Oh, who? Oh. The gyration man. Mm, no. No. The belt. Oh. Ah. Interesting. Yeah. It's interesting to do. I don't know. It's just funny to see the dynamic, right? I'm like, uh, I know, because I see people. Like, they treat other people one way, and then they treat me another way. And, I mean, like, I'm, again, I'm, I'm like, flattered by it. But I'm, like, maybe I should just... Someone asked me one time, I was like, do you think about showing up to an open mic unattractive? And I'm like, you know, I'm just, see? It's weird. It's such a weird shit that I get. Have you thought about that? That would be interesting, right? Like, ponytail, no makeup. Like a ponytail, no makeup. Sweatpants. Sweatpants. Sweatshirt. No one would recognize me, I think. Probably. I mean, yeah. it would take maybe a minute. It'd take a minute, and I'd be like, okay, everyone, here we go. I mean, I I go to... It could be an interesting experiment, it could be right? a good, I go to the nest without makeup on. That makes sense. Yeah. But that makes you more attractive to the nest crowd. Yeah. They're like, oh, look at her. Geeing. Okay, but what is I, your opinion on the nest crowd? Like, I feel like a lot of the people that go and make up that list don't go anywhere else but there. Yeah. It's like a walled garden. It's a walled garden. No, I think it's like, I think it's a good mic in the sense of how people like, like they receive the comics very well. Mm-hmm. And I think like sometimes some people don't want to leave it because they don't feel like the other mics would be as beneficial because it's not their crowd. You know. But that is that is beneficial. Yeah, like really. the more getting out of your crowd, that's true. Because that makes more that makes more crowds your crowd. This is true. So, some people though they don't want the adversity. Right. They just want the validation. Right. Yeah. And but, they only want to be with people that it's like okay we're going to validate you. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's the thing. I get 
I think because of my draw, I just get validation most of the places I go because of the well, and 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 you have enough interest in you know comedy as a practice mm-hmm. that you're not you're not going for validation. You're going to be like, okay, I'm going to try my jokes here tonight. Yeah. I'm going to do this show tonight. Yeah, yeah, and it's just like it's good. I yeah, thank you for seeing that. I'm very formulaic about it. Yeah, I like I sit in the back and I. Pick, I target specific people because I'm like, you're laughing at this kind of joke. Mm. You're laughing at this kind of joke. This is why my set's going to be like this because I'm just like. Interesting. Yeah. So then it must have been, uh, you felt like a handicap going and doing hosting oh, yeah, last shit. week, having to having to do oh, it cold. God. Whenever I host, I had such a gamble. I'm just like, uh, like, I mean, I try to eavesdrop on people, but it's always mm. some shit like. Oh, I haven't seen you in so long. I'm like, oh, how was like your, your work party? So and you I, two haven't seen each other in a while. Yeah, it's like wow, it's crazy. Wow, you guys don't look like you've seen, you've known each other for that also, long. Also, last night I noticed. Uh, well, one, one of your friends recognized me from off the top mm. last night doing door at club comedy, mm-hmm. and he told me I was very funny, and I was like, oh, that's cool. And, was it the guy with long hair? Uh, maybe. Yeah, yeah, and. Then the your friend, the woman with like the split hair, yeah. the pink and blonde. Yeah, uh, you can shout her out. Um, Shaylee, you're still bringing friends out. Have you noticed friends saying not coming to your shows anymore, or you still got fr- like you're still bringing people out? Mm-hmm. But is it less or the same? Um, it's pretty much like the same crowd that comes to my shows. Okay, no new like long haired guy that saw you off the top first show that he saw me at he's my friend when i was doing the vr thing he was my coworker, and then he moved up here and he's just been kind of like following me around to places and bringing his friends which is flattering that's cool yeah and so he's goes to off the top a lot and he's bringing he brings new people every time or he's going to bring new people tonight have any of your friends wanted to get into comedy as a result of seeing you yeah one of them my friend jonna that's the guy whose friend I'm taking to off the top tonight. Um, he's started doing it. He like he did a set when I was at Bob's. I did better at Bob's the second time, which is good. But um, so he started it. He's pretty funny, like a funny friend. And so a lot of people kind of try things for me. Um, yeah, they try things out because I, I don't know. I'm very like peer pressure in terms of if someone wants to do it, like do it. Yeah. Yeah. You and got I to. I don't gatekeep. Um, on that thing when people talk about production everything too i'm like this is what i've learned take it from me but again i don't know shit i've only been doing this for six months seems like you're doing all right seems like you're you know some shit basic i don't know i just like i don't know i'm just a nerd dude at my core when i don't go there was this time when i didn't do mics for a week because i was playing pokemon the new one that came out? RCS, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. It was so fucking good. I was like, wow, what a beautiful, beautiful concept. And then I was like, man, I, I haven't done comedy in a week. Maybe I suck. <laughs> Go and just do like 15 minutes of Pokemon material? Oh, yeah, 15 minutes of Pokemon too. I've seen people do Pokemon material and it just doesn't hit. Exactly. Like, people know about it, but they're not. You'd have to do it at like a Pokemon convention. This is true. Like Comic-Con. Exactly. I wonder. Okay, what's the weirdest crowd you've ever had to perform for? Um, well, two come to mind when you said that. Uh, one was years ago when I was in Maine, mm-hmm. and I was performing at this room called the Gold Room. 
Mm. It was a fun venue, but they couldn't get enough people in like the performance area. Like mm-hmm. it just they didn't sell enough tickets mm-hmm. to make it worth it to mm-hmm. like go into this big ass room. Mm-hmm. And so they just kind of set the stage up like ad hoc in like this like dinery. It's not a diner, but like a bar, like bar food kind yeah. of place. And it was just like awkward. It's just a bunch of grandmas and like old people and hillbillies and like, yeah. like Maine, but like old Maine and like red Maine. Oh. And I do this joke about how I know I'm not gay because I don't want to kiss a man and how when I was 17, I fucked this dude in the ass and, uh, it was just okay. <laughs> and, uh, somewhere, <laughs> somewhere in the, delivery of that they got it mixed up that like i was saying that as a full-grown man i was fucking a 17 year old boy (laughs) and that not that i was 17 also in this scenario and so everybody was just like against me because they thought i was talking about like one gay stuff in maine which is hit or miss at best and then two pedophilia Mm -hmm. and i was like happy about this (laughs) and like so they were just like not into it at all and i wasn't allowed to perform there until for like a little while after until i explained to the host producer i was like no that's not the joke like i don't know where this came from but like no like the joke is like i was a child like i was a teen boy also yeah Yeah. so they had to i mean maybe they let you in after a while because i got back in there turned 18 i got back in there but like it was there were some misconceptions that Mm. i don't i don't know so that was awkward that was a bad one uh and then another one was fairly recently it was uh Tony Peters' room, Ricky mm. Jay's. What a nightmare room that is. What happened there? Oh, it was just uh, a. Well, Jay, you were just recently there. You want to tell about yours? I'm sure it was very similar to mine. Uh, I mean, it's a it's a rowdy roadhouse yeah. in Puyallup. Yeah. There was and like there was like giant hillbillies just like oh. wooing at the top of their lungs. They they don't they're not they're not there to see comedy. Or one like of, they one don't of them had a let's go Brandon shirt on. Oh, ew, ew. Huh? There's just there. I hate that. Okay, the very first open mic I did was actually in April at Town Pub, um, and then it was the kind of thing where they were there for the sports, not for sure. the comedy. And then I was so discouraged. I was like, never want to do this again. Goodbye. It took you another like what five, five seven or eight months. Yeah, yeah. And that's it. That's so I like to say I started in October, but technically it's April. Yeah. But I hated it. I was like, I don't like it when people go to places. So you're like a year in, technically. Okay. Yeah. If you if you take that cool little break. Well, you've been thinking about it since that April. I've been thinking about it since I came out of the womb. There you go. Straight up, I was like, I kind of the thing about the TED talk is the best part about it that I enjoyed was when I threw jokes at the top. Yeah. I was like, okay. That's public speaking experience. Yeah. So I don't know. I was a tour guide at one point. There you go. That's the same thing. I was a I was a traveling salesman. Okay. You know, you talk to people. That's good. Oh my gosh, it does make sense that you were a traveling salesman at one point. Yogurt. Or, yeah, yogurt? Traveling yogurt salesman. Oh my god. This the yogurt is so significant in your life. I'm learning all of this right now. It, the yogurt goes deep. So it's, it's a major arcana. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Wow. That's just okay, now I'm learning a lot about both of you. Thank you. For what your... what kind of tours did you take people on? I was on it was in college. Okay. I would walk backwards. Oh, okay, like, for the campus tour. Yeah, campus tour. I was a campus tour guide. And I got really good at that. Mm-hmm. I I was only okay, very similar to the comedy thing. I was only doing it for one year, but then I got rewarded as the top tour guide. There you go. 
And then I was like, okay, cool. And so that's what I do. I do things for short periods of time, but I get really good at it. I don't know if I might not quit this though. Maybe. No, you're hooked at this. There's no quitting. There's no quitting. No. Yeah, I've, I've seen people rise similarly meteorically and, you know, you stop. I'm not you saying stop. that you'll stop, but. Can't stop. But it's possible. Like, it, there's not it a zero percent chance. I don't know. Because like, like you'll, you'll rise the amount that you do yeah. and then you hit a plateau. Yeah. And the plateau is not fun. I mean, it can be fun, but you're like, oh, well, I'm not going anywhere with this. Exactly. And it's such a huge time sink. Yeah. Where it's like if you get a relationship or a good job or something else, it's like, okay, well, I can't be going out six nights a week to do comedy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's right. That's why why I'm alone. There it is. Hit it. Because I don't want to lose time. I feel like I'm dating comedy. You are. You are dating comedy. You are. Yeah. Okay, good. You're right. There's (laughs) nothing... Come we're uh, we're planning on doing an episode of of comedy widows, oh. where we get my girlfriend and Timmy Booth's girlfriend <laughs> wife, to, yeah. wife to talk oh. about uh, losing their partner to comedy. Yeah, <laughs> I've been I divorced twice. Comedy, pay- I mean, it certainly wasn't the fundamental reasons, but it was the water and the cracks that blew it apart. Oh yeah. my gosh! See, that's the thing. I I do a thing where I bring men to Jai Tai, like on first dates. Yikes! Okay, it's. I I have, I hate bringing people to anything. Really? Oh, it's so interesting. Because I have like this premise that they have to think I'm funny. Okay. And I have to be the funnier person in the dynamic mm-hmm. or else it's not going to work out. Do they try to compete? No. Usually I intimidate You kind of shock them. and awe them? I shock yeah. and awe them. I'm like, oh, let me just go to Jai Tai. I'm like, yeah. And then I just throw my my regular shit and they're like, would you just come up with like, yeah, for sure. <laughs> and so so what do you want them to be if you're the funny one you want them to just be the straight man the supportive one the supportive the one, one that cooks and cleans and drives me around because i guess you've also got a good job like you don't need someone to pay your bills i don't that's the thing so i'm just very self-sufficient mm-hmm. and so i just need like a complimentary human being someone that makes my life easier that's what if they do good. comedy also then they have to be worse. They have to be worse. I need okay. I was talking to someone about this, and they're like, Zanae, if you date someone in comedy, they have to be on the same tier as you in the sense of like, you know, they can't be like a new open micer. Yeah, it has to be someone who's like experienced because then, but then it's predatory and it's predatory. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I mean, if, if they're new but they're talented or hot, then you could get them. Mm, I don't know. I I think so. I, don't, I feel like it's a little predatory. It's a thing. I mean, is it okay? I personally don't mind age differences. Uh-huh. I think I go older. I roll older typically. By like six years or by like ten years? I'm going like thirty-five recently. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and then is I'm, the guy you're bringing tonight like thirty-five? Yeah, he's like twenty-five. Okay, That's, so you like it's out of out of my. So let me point. get this straight. You want an interesting guy mm-hmm. who cooks. And cleans mm-hmm. and is older. Yeah, probably. Interesting. I, I want okay. someone domesticated. <laughs> no. He's just really into like making electronic music. Oh yeah. Oh, he's like because a SoundCloud thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he know, doesn't go out or like perform. He just makes the music. Yeah. Honestly, I've been cooks. I've been having a thing for artists recently. I have like a mural and everything because mm-hmm. I was in love with this artist over the summer. <sighs> but um. An just artist just cool. to check in, this is going so well. You have to be somewhere at like. Oh yeah, I have to be somewhere. 
Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Thanks a good call. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. I don't want to end this though. This is this has been lovely. Oh, thank you. This has been a good time. Yeah, we should have you back. Yeah, absolutely. Back. Do you have anything thanks. you'd like to promote? Um, just follow me on Instagram at Zahahane. Spell that. Z a h a h a n a e. Um. Uh, and if you come see Seattle yeah, comedy, see, you're gonna see Zane. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And don't follow my 18-year-old sister, please. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> we wouldn't have even known that you had an 18-year-old sister. When did you... I know? No, I said we wouldn't have even known that if you didn't say don't follow I her. I know, yeah, just don't. Somebody would have seen it. Someone would have seen yeah. it. Yeah, please, okay. don't, please don't target her. She was at off the top last week. I know, and you mm-hmm. kept making a big deal out of it. I did, because it's important. <laughs> she hates when I point it out. She's like, Zane, I'm not, I'm 18, but, you know. Okay, I have to head out. All right. But thank you all so much. Yeah, thanks for coming.